are things going perfectly in your family life? Because if they are, please email me and tell me how. What we're talking about today is the simple reality that even when you know all the right things to do, you've got the perfect checklist for how to build a happy and godly home, you know all the right communication strategies, you can manage every difficult emotion, you know what to do, things are still going to go wrong. Now, probably not every day, but the reality of family life is that sometimes it's messy. Sometimes it does not go according to plan. And so today, as we are getting close to the end of our series on Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, and how to be wise women who are building up our homes, we need to take a look, kind of a reality check, at the reality that sometimes things will not go the way that we hope, the way that we intend, and we need to be able to problem solve. We need to be able to figure out, wait a minute, why are we on this path? What's going wrong? And how do we turn things around and get back on track? So I definitely hope that your answer to this question is, you know, we don't have any problems. Jessica, things are great. And if that's you, please really do reach out to me because I want to know the magic sauce that you have going on over there. For every other family I know, myself included, there are moments or seasons of life where we just have to pause, rewind, and figure out how to do things a little bit differently. So let's dive in today to take a look at how a wise woman can figure out what's going wrong and problem solve that to get your family back where you want to be. Are you ready, my friend? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friend, we are diving in today to episode 122 of the Love Your People Well podcast, and we are getting close to the end of our series looking at how to be wise women building up our homes. That is an incredibly powerful verse from Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, um, and simply points out the truth that a wise woman builds up her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. And we are going to wrap up this series uh, this month. It is June 2023. Hopefully you are starting to enjoy the summertime with your family. Um, and we've already looked at our internal character as wise women, asking the right questions, keeping our perspective and our attitude in check. And then we've looked at how to interact with our family, um, apologies and forgiveness and having fun, using our words well, giving positive attention. Um, but we're going to close out our series looking at one more kind of category, right? So that's our internal character, our interactions as a family. And we're going to close out by looking at 
things that we do individually as women on behalf of our family. And we will wrap everything up that last week of June with kind of a conclusion, um, probably something like the ultimate guide to becoming a wise woman and building up your home. Um, But there are two pieces left that I want to talk about before we pull everything together. Today, we are going to take a look at problem solving. Okay, so yes, you could include your whole family in this, your husband especially. And if you have older kids, they might be helpful. But at the end of the day, even if you know, like on paper or your logical brain is aware of all of the, see my air quotes here, right things to do, the things you quote should do, there's a lot that could be discussed there. But even if it's you're just looking at the things we have talked about in this series, um, keeping that positive attitude or speaking words of encouragement, you might know what to do. But there are going to be days or maybe even long seasons of life where that's really hard and it's just not going well. And what we're going to talk about today is how you, as the mom, as as really kind of the manager of family life and of your home, how you can build up your home and strengthen your relationships through building some problem solving skills, figuring out, okay, why are we off track? what's going wrong? How did we get here? And figuring out then how do we turn it around? How do we get back on track? And this is hugely important because it is simply a reality of life. People will get distracted. There will be conflict. There will be miscommunication. Um, Emotions will be difficult at times to manage. And we, we definitely hope that Um, you know, our husband might notice if something's off track and he would do something about it. We hope that our kids will grow in maturity and notice when they are maybe not behaving the best or contributing well to the overall family life. We hope all those things will happen, but you don't want to assume other people are going to be thinking about family life in the same way that you are. And the best way to enjoy family life and build up those relationships is to take responsibility for building up those relationships. That doesn't mean you have full responsibility or that you're controlling people or that everything mom wants is exactly what's going to happen, but it does mean that you're taking stock of what's going on and finding creative ways or little ways or big ways or whatever it takes to keep things on track. Now I will start us off with my disclaimer that I am a therapist, but of course this podcast is not therapy. Um, And I will also point out that a lot of what we're talking about today, you can totally download for free (laughs) Um, every, really probably every piece that we're talking about here because I've just released a brand new freebie, a free ebook called Building Your Mom Toolbox help your family get out of the rut and reconnect. So a lot of what we're talking about today, the five steps of of that problem solving skill that wise women need to have if they want to build up their homes, all of those steps are outlined in this free ebook along with some personalized worksheets um, and it's totally free. So just head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash tools and you can download that freebie 
Uh, but we will talk about it today as well. Um, you know, some people are audio people, some people are visual people, <laughs> but I hope that you will grab that free resource um, as we dive into this conversation today. Now, I don't think that I need to define for us what do I mean by problem solving skills? I think I've already laid that out, but I do want to take a few minutes and think together about when would we need to pull out these skills, right? So if you download that free ebook and you build up your mom toolbox, that's what I like to call it. Like we have these tools in our back pocket. We don't know when we're going to need them, but at some point we will need them. You always need a hammer once in a while or a screwdriver once in a while. Well, these are also skills that you're going to need at least every once in a while to build up those family relationships and keep things on track. But when might you need to pull them out? When might problem solving really be necessary and helpful for your family? The first thing is that I would really encourage you to keep tabs on emotions in your home. Now, this might be easiest to keep tabs on your own emotions if you are feeling really distracted or discouraged or overwhelmed. You know, those are normal emotions, but they're not necessarily happy emotions that are going to make it easy to invest in family life and relationships. And so if you notice a pattern of feeling discouraged or feeling overwhelmed, that's a good time to just hit the pause button and pull out this toolbox, pull out those problem solving skills and figure out how to change things so that those emotions can go away. <laughs> you can figure out what to do about that overwhelm or that discouragement. But you also want to keep tabs on your family emotions, um, whether that's individuals or just kind of the overall vibe of your house. And so you're going to need to know your people. Like, do they show stress by not sleeping well? Or their patience gets really short? Um, you know, can you tell by the look on their face that they're just feeling really down lately, really sad? Keep tabs on the emotional tone of the home, because that's going to tell you when some problem solving is going to be helpful. Another area you're going to want to keep an eye out for is um, what the family interactions look like. So is there more conflict lately? Is there more bickering or more complaining? Like what are the words that you're hearing come out of people's mouths? And if they start to trend in a more negative or grumbly direction, well, again, that's a good time to say, okay, pause. Let me pull out these problem solving skills and try to figure out what's going on and what could I do to help move things back in the other direction. And then the third piece I would highlight here, how to know when to pull out these problem solving skills is to, to notice, um, I guess I would call it kind of the flow of family life. Now they're in the ebook, part of the title, the subtitle, I guess, is help your family get out of the rut and reconnect. And, and that rut would be a warning sign, right? Like if you notice well, we have a great routine and everybody knows what everyone's doing every day. The family rhythms, like they work, but they're not really feeling life-giving and joyful. They're just kind of, well, we do the things we do because it's what we do. Like it's not building intimacy. It's not connecting people. It's just getting you through the day. 
you're feeling kind of stuck in a rut, well, that's a good time to kind of raise that flag for yourself and say, okay, pause. Let me pull out these problem solving skills. Let me take um, some individual action here. Yeah, you might include other people in that, but to hit pause for yourself and try to figure out what's going on and what could we do about it. So before we look at those five problem solving steps, which again are all outlined with some free worksheets in that free ebook I mentioned, Building Your Mom Toolbox, um, you're going to want to know when to pull them out, right? It doesn't really matter if you have the skills, if you don't use them (laughs) or you wait until like, oh gosh, now that I think about it, we've been having a fight every night before bed for the last year. Like, okay, please deal with it then. But hopefully you can deal with it after one week instead of one year. The earlier that you notice things are getting a little bit off track, a pattern is starting to develop, the earlier you notice it, the earlier you can interrupt it and move things in a different direction. One of the scariest statistics that I share with couples when they come to counseling with me is that um, on average, research shows couples have problems for seven years years before they seek counseling for that issue. Like that doesn't mean there aren't other things that are going on. And that's only the average. Some people are waiting much longer than that. And habits are hard to break. And so the earlier you can notice, ooh, we're moving in the wrong direction and stop that train and turn it around, the more uh, the more likely it is you'll be successful, but also the easier it will be because people will not be stuck And, um, you know, you won't have as many bad habits that might need to be unwound and changed. So let's dive into these five problem solving steps that every wise woman needs if you're going to build up your home. And of course, there's a lot more detail in those personal worksheets in the free ebook. Um, But we'll go through what these five steps look like. So the first step is really that pause button (laughs) being aware and then willing to pause and actually think about what is going on kind of what's the problem today and where do i want to go in the book i call this casting a vision right so that that moment of recognizing this is not where we want to be but where do we want to be like creating new habits, new routines, changing things just for the sake of doing something different is not necessarily going to get you anywhere that you want to go. So that first step of problem solving is to try to figure out, well, where are we at today and where do we want to go? We're at point A. What is point Z going to look like? That is where we have to start. And this, of course, is a great place for prayer to ask the Holy Spirit to help you cast a vision, you know, figure out that goal, that dream, where are we heading? You want the Lord's wisdom in what that should look like. Because if you're heading in a direction that is not biblical and not good, well, you're not going to be building up your home. You're going to be that foolish woman who is accidentally tearing it down because you're going in the wrong direction. Now, the second step for problem solving, you've, you've figured out, okay, this is what's wrong and this is where we want to go instead. Now you need to evaluate those strengths for your family and the struggles. What are the strengths of your family that are going to help get you there, get 
to that vision, that goal, where you want to go, and what are the struggles that are going to get in your way? Again, another great area for prayer, um, but it really is important as wise women that we're taking stock of this. So again, we're not just blindly trying to change something for the sake of change, but we're considering what are, what's my personality? What's my husband's personality? What talents do we have? What is already going well? You don't want to lose that in the process of creating change. But you also, of course, need to evaluate what are the struggles. And that, again, might be some personality traits. It might be some habits um, or just areas of, of weakness where we all have them. And if we try to pretend they're not there, well, it's pretty unlikely we're going to be able to solve the problem and move things in a different direction. So that is um, skill number two. Now, number three here, this is, uh, it's my favorite part, frankly, because it can be a lot of fun. And it's my favorite part because it's really easy to do it the way we've always done it and not really get as much out of it as we could. So this third step is to brainstorm as many ideas as you can that would create the change you're looking for. Now, I don't mean brainstorm three ideas and as it comes out of your mouth, you're thinking, oh, well, I can't do that because blah, 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 blah. Oh, I really don't think that would work because blah, 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 blah. The whole point here, the the secret sauce of how step number three is going to change your family life is that you're going to brainstorm as much as you can before any evaluation or any judgment comes into play. You will hopefully get ideas on your list that are totally impossible, that like nobody but God can do that. But guess what? Nothing is impossible with God. And you're probably going to get ideas on that list that you think that is just way out of left field and that might work for every family, but it wouldn't work for our family. So what? Write it down. If it pops in your head, write it down. And we actually are going to talk about a few ideas in our Friday Faith follow-up episode. So make sure that you've subscribed to the show and you circle back on Friday because I will share a few examples of small, like really normal things that you could do every day that would move your family in the right direction. Now, some of them, of course, you might already be doing, but when you, as the mom, as the wise woman building up her home, are moving into step number three here, you're going to want to get as many ideas as possible. And this, of course, is all built upon, do you know what's wrong today and where you're trying to go? Step number one. And do you know the strengths that you have to build on and the struggles that might need to be addressed? That's really going to help you with that brainstorming because now all of a sudden, if you know, like, gosh, my son, my, you know, preteen son is really, really, really good at math. Okay, then you might brainstorm ideas about how he could help you and your husband with the budget. I mean, is that going to work for every family? Heck no. That might be a very inappropriate boundary for some families. But for others, this kiddo with these amazing skills, that's a a very unique strength that might help you guys think of things in a different way. 
And so some people might put that idea on their list. And when they do get to the place at the end of saying, okay, well, what would actually be helpful? What would actually be realistic? Which ideas are, are where I want to focus? You might totally cross that off and say, oh, my son is not ready for that. That's not appropriate. That's not going to work for us. But for other families, you might say, oh, actually, yeah, I'm really struggling uh, to make sense of this. And he might be able to explain it to me. And so it's so unique to your family. And um, this really, like I said, is I think the secret sauce of problem solving to get your family back on track is being allowed, giving yourself permission to think of as many ideas as you can before you then try to evaluate them and decide, well, what am I going to take action on? And you might think that that is the next step, but actually there's a really helpful step number four before we get to actually taking action, trying something different. The fourth step is to try to be um, intentional about planning for things that might go wrong. Because if you come up with this great plan and then everyone gets sick for a week, is that going to throw the plan out the window? Is that going to like by default, we go back to our old habits and now all of a sudden we're all fighting again or all we do is watch TV and we're not having meaningful quality time together. We just fall right back into the thing, the habit, the routine, the interactional experience that we're trying to change. You might need to be realistic then that, hey, it's flu season and uh, that might interrupt the plan. Like just to know what might go wrong. How could I mentally prepare for that? How could I practically address that? Uh, Maybe I change what the plan is or I call in some support or figure out a way so that those things that are going wrong don't totally derail your progress. And then the fifth problem solving step here that every mom needs is to be willing to actually try something different. It's probably going to be an idea off that list that you brainstormed. And hopefully it's an idea where you've thought through what is likely to go wrong and how you could try to prevent that or deal with that in a helpful way. But at the end of the day, we actually have to try something. And honestly, sometimes this is the easy part because you wanted to jump there right at the beginning. You wanted to skip right from oh, I said, I realized this was wrong. I said, pause, I thought about it. And now boom, I'm going to try something. Sometimes we want to just jump there. We want to do it. But for others of us, well, if the issue is you're feeling really discouraged, you might not want to try anything. You might feel a little bit better just wallowing in that, um, that place of woe is me. I mean, that's reality for a lot of us. Sometimes that feels good. It's not helpful, but that doesn't mean it doesn't feel good for the moment. And other times we might really want to try something, but we're scared because we don't know the effect that it's going to have. Or we know we have been stuck in this pattern, this rut for such a long time. I'm scared to try something. And what if it doesn't work? And now, man, talk about feeling discouraged. And so this might be the step you want to just run right there and skip over the stuff in between. But trust me, you're going to be a lot more successful if you actually follow all of the steps before this. 
But if you are at that place where you're just thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can try something. Well, this, my friend, is again where I would encourage you to go back to prayer. Because you have the spirit of God living in you. And the power of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power inside you. That is straight out of the book of Ephesians. (laughs) Paul's letter to the Ephesians reminds us that that same power lives in us. Now, that doesn't mean that it is a magic wand. And as soon as we say, oh, I wish this would change, that magically God solves all our problems. That is not how faith works. But it is true that the Holy Spirit is with you and is in you. He is groaning on your behalf when you don't know what to pray for. He is giving you the power of the Almighty God when you are feeling powerless. So lean into that. Pray and seek the Lord's will. If you are a part of our Patreon community, we actually are going to have our little five-minute episode tomorrow for the Faith Fiverr Club private podcast. Uh, We're going to talk through how do I work with the Holy Spirit to create change in your family. Because you can follow these five steps and do something yourself, but the only action step you can try is what you can do. You are not allowed to come up with an action step that's like, well, my husband will do X, Y, Z. Well, he might do it. He might not do it. But the Holy Spirit can convict him and equip him to do X, Y, Z. And that's where it can't be on your plan, but it can be on your prayer plan. And so if you're really feeling stuck there, um, definitely join us over in the Patreon community and check out that quick episode tomorrow where we'll do kind of a how-to devotional style of how do we walk with the Holy Spirit when we see that change is needed and we don't see how we as an individual could make that change happen. I know, my friend, that that there's a lot to this. There's a lot to family life. There are so many things we have talked through already in this series around how to be a wise woman building up her home. And I hope that these five steps are helpful and I hope that they're practical. I would really encourage you to grab that free ebook, Building Your Mom Toolbox, um, so that you can not only have an idea in your mind of like, oh, if we're feeling stuck, what should I do? And you can always come back and listen to this episode later. You can always, you know, bookmark the blog post on your computer so you can come back to it later. But you can also pull out those personal worksheets and make your own little action plan, your own little toolbox so that you have it whenever you need it. Now, I hope, my friend, you will circle back with us Um, Well, of course, on Friday for the Friday Faith Follow-Up, where we will talk through um, some ideas for that brainstorming stage, some very practical, small things you can do that really can make a big difference for your family. And then next week, we will talk through the final piece of our series, at least, on how to be a wise woman building up your home. Um, This has been a really fun encouraging deep dive into Proverbs 14. And we're going to look at our last piece of the puzzle next week and then kind of conclude it all, rehearse, remind ourselves, pull it all together of how to live this out. Um, And then, you know, if you're really a planner, 
<laughs> then we will be all the way into July and we're going to do another Summertime in the Psalms series like we did last year, um, which was really fun and for me and I got a lot of great feedback from you. And so uh, that's where we're going. I'm excited about all this stuff that is coming up. Uh, but for now, all you need to do is hit subscribe to the show. Make sure to grab that free ebook over at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash tools and join us over in the Patreon community. Only $5 a month, you'll get that um, private podcast feed with regular encouragement. We're starting a new um, every other week devotional through the community. Uh, really great and easy way to not only support the show, but get a few little extra perks that will help you enjoy family life. Lots of good stuff, my friend. Thank you for listening to the show and for being a part of this community. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.